it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it. Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. We've talked a lot about Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. The quality is just amazing, and everything he makes lasts forever. He's got a new product out right now that the summertime customer will just absolutely love. We've all had the slippers, and the quality on those is amazing. People rave about them. He's got the three layers of comfort, where he's morphed that technology into the summertime sandals. They look like Crocs, but they're much more comfortable and long-lasting. Again, the proprietary three-layer technology that will give you extreme comfort in these sandals to wear around uh, for the rest of your summers, actually. So how can you get these? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM to get the massive discounts he has on for the launch of this product. But just don't look at the sandals. Mike has over 600 products. If you're looking for household goods or apparel, don't go to the big box communist retailers that support the cabal. Support the Patriots, support CDM.press using pro, promo code CDM and get the best discounts available at MyPillow.com. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome to Information Operation. I have a very interesting guest today, Sandy Marecki, who has a story to tell about her, really her life experience and also her experience at the Air Force Academy concerning COVID. Sandy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So uh, I'm going to make you tell everything else you already told me again. So take it from the top and give us an overview of who you are and and why you're in this situation. Sure. Um, so I was born and raised in Chicago and northern Illinois. Mm -hmm. I went to school at University of Illinois in Urbana. I majored in astrophysics. My whole plan ever since I was a kid was to be an astronaut. Mm -hmm. I went through Air Force ROTC and got my commission, and then I became a pilot. I went to the pilot training in Lubbock, Texas. Now, what did you fly? Just, what'd you fly? I'm curious. Um, throughout my career, so I was a T-37 instructor, a C-141 mm -hmm. pilot, instructor pilot. Then I went to Edwards Test Pilot School mm -hmm. and uh, stayed at Edwards and fly, flew B-52s. Mm -hmm. So it's a super old airplane, but... We were integrating, <clears throat> excuse me, all the new GPS-based weapons at the yep. time that had pretty much um, had their debut during the first Gulf War. Sure. I was injured by a vaccine during the first Gulf War. So, mm. Well, it was the aftermath, 1992 summertime. And I didn't know it at the time. It was kind of a slow, pro you know, progressive decline in my health over time. Mm. And I asked myself, well, when did it? it was the last time I felt well? And then I remembered it was, you know, probably before... The Gulf War. And so then I started investigating and then figured out it was probably whatever they gave us mm -hmm. uh, before it went over. And what's interesting is there's nothing in my medical record, so I can't even tell you what it is. Um, mm -hmm. After the C-141, after test pilot school and the B-52, I went back to operational C-5s. So I've mm -hmm. been just, you know, slowly getting into larger aircraft and Eventually, there were uh, no bigger ones to get to. So then I had to go back to the little ones. I'm joking, of course. This is just the Air Force's you know, sense of humor. Sure. And, uh, so I went to the um, 
headquarters at uh, Randolph Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas, uh, 19th Air Force, which is under Air Education and Training Command. And I was responsible as the chief of safety for all the ground weapons and flight safety programs for the training command, essentially. Gotcha. <clears throat> then I moved uh, one last time uh, to Brooks Air Force Base, which is just on the other side of San Antonio. And I retired from there after 20 years, barely, because my health was just, you know, mm. slowly going away. And so <clears throat> I knew that I was going to have to find a non-flying job after retirement. And since I love teaching and the Air Force recognized that they made me an instructor in just about every aircraft I was in, I decided that I loved physics and wouldn't it be great if I could teach at the Air Force Academy? So I, that was my goal. That was my intention. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school, went to Berkeley, got my master's and my PhD in physics and was accepted at, you know, as a employment for uh, the Air Force Academy teaching in the Department of Physics. I then transitioned over to what we call the preparatory school, which mm -hmm. is, um, so you, everyone knows about the main academy, but there's another smaller uh, school on base associated that we pretty much accept 1400 students in the main academy. And then, well, what happens to 1401 and 1402 and 1403? Mm -hmm. We offer them a position at the preparatory school, which is a one year, just as it sounds, kind of a free academic year doesn't count for anything, but we kind of get their teach uh, learning skills up to speed because they really have not learned how to learn. Hmm. And so we teach them pretty much the same kind of stuff they'll get their freshman year and get their study skills up to speed. And about 180 to 190 of them will be accepted <clears throat> the following year and they'll start off as freshmen. And so that's what I transitioned to one week before COVID hit. I was, hmm. uh, I, I was accepted for the job at the preparatory school. So um, I'm going to fast forward a little bit sure. <clears throat> because all my troubles started in August of 21. So a year ago when these so-called vaccine mandates started to come down. Mm -hmm. So it is not a legal mandate and it is not a vaccine. But right. if I slip up and say something else, that's, I just want to say that up front. So I told my bosses. This is illegal. You can't mandate this. It's experimental, mm -hmm. et cetera. Well, when the so-called FDA approval came down, it doesn't take any, you know, it, it just takes English skills to read what they wrote to see that the only thing that was approved was community, Pfizer, BioNTech, community. Right. But which, the which only doesn't exist in the U.S. market, right? And still doesn't exist. It's been over a year mm -hmm. and they, mm -hmm. they're never going to make it. So the mm -hmm. only shots that were available were the Pfizer EUA, emergency use authorized shots, uh, experimental. And so the Air Force and all the other military DOD was saying, take these shots or you're kicked out. And that's what they told mm -hmm. the kids. Didn't give them any other options, no due process under the law. And here I am with all this information about vaccines and vaccine exceptions and all this stuff. And the kids are coming to me and they're saying, ma'am, I don't want to take this shot. There's something wrong with this. I'm like, I know. Mm -hmm. I don't blame you. Mm -hmm. It's just like I lived through anthrax, too. I don't even know if that's what maybe I got. So they were asking me for help. And I said, well, don't you know about the religious exemption? No, they never told us about that. Well, there's a shock. And so I helped them write the initial letter. It's, a, you know, just a mm -hmm. form letter, kind of like a, you know, here's the uh, regulations that govern it. And then at the bottom, you put the, the closing statement and in the middle is your religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And that's 
process. And while you're in that process, you're protected. So I helped God only knows how many people by this point, because the ones that I started with at the prep school, they told their friends up at the main academy, active duty that I know as friends, uh, civilians, federal civilians, um, contractors off base, medical personnel off base, on base. I mean, it was just about, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of people. And I just said, share my information. Whoever wants mm-hmm. it, don't even ask me to share it. And mm-hmm. so I was getting contacts from all these people. And I was already working with a legal team um, for my own benefit and for the students. And so I started sharing that information. Um, mm-hmm. I, they found out that I was helping the students and they accused me of bypassing the chain of command. Mm. I'm like, okay, mm. so if you would have done your job, I wouldn't have had to do this. Right. And oh, by the way, I'm watching you break federal laws left and right. So why would I believe that these people who are actually committing federal crimes, so in my mind, they're criminals. Why would I believe that they would help these students since they've already said you've only got these two choices and that's total coercion. So I continued helping the students. They gave me a letter of reprimand, said, no, you can't do that. I'm like, well, sure, I can't. First Amendment says I can do anything after Mm -hmm. me for my mandate. We're already violating 10 U.S.C. 1107 that says how you're able to mandate it on a military person. There is nothing for a civilian. I told them that. And I said, you're giving me an illegal order. I, I have to disobey it and I have to report you to the authorities. They didn't like that either. So now December rolls around and they say, well, you have to do testing every week because you're not injected. And I went, no, no that's emergency use authorized EUA also. And You can't mandate that on anybody. All right. So now we go on Christmas break. I come back January and they call me in and they say, you have to tend to straight leave. So that was interesting. So I went back to finish the semester. The kids graduated. And then in June, they enforced their their suspension. Mm. So in this, this case, it's failure to follow orders, which, of course, were all illegal. And um, then the um, July, they gave me a proposal for firing. And that was actually while I was at the St. Louis Gateway Conference. Hmm. So I went back, um, got the the proposal for firing. So I've been kind of retired right now since Mm -hmm. I retired from the military. I never really retired because I went back to school and then got hired at the academy. So it's taken some time off. Um, God's kind of given me some signals as to where he might need me to do my next, whatever he wants me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently in Texas. Yeah, I've got a property here and, um, I'm kind of working on it to, to get it to be, um, kind of like a survivalist property where if something mm-hmm. really bad happens with the country, I can just live here if I needed to. Yeah. And so that's been it. I'm just waiting to see. What it is I'm supposed to do next? I kind of figured I'm going to get a sign. So, well, a lot of the mandates are getting dropped across the services. Have you heard anything from your legal team about any of that? Well, I've been helping, like I said, tons and tons of people. So, of course, I'm staying hooked into the legal side of things for mm-hmm. them. Um, 
the mandate for federal civilians and federal contractors was still being canceled, held by the federal judges. Mm -hmm. um, the federal, I'm sorry, the DOD is now doing some backpedaling because the inspector general, which is getting thousands and thousands of complaints, including nine of mine, mm -hmm. um, is realizing that um, the DOD acted illegally and is still acting illegally. And they just were told that they were acting illegally. And so mm -hmm. now we're going to see some backpedaling, I think. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. What do you think about, you know, I've been really hard on General Clark, who's my classmate, and I've been very harsh on him because he needs to feel the pushback of, you know, for lack of a better word, righteous anger. I mean, you know, he forced a cancer survivor to take the vaccine, which could have horrific immunization effects. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on these leaders? Are they just not knowing what they're doing or are they corrupt? I mean, wh what do you what do you think? I think it's been a very long boil the frog kind of process that mm -hmm. all of these upper leaders have been replaced with Marxist communists. Mm -hmm. um, I have not had personal dealings with General Clark, but he has shown every sign of being 100% trying to take down the military. Wow. I don't know In how else way? to interpret Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. Well, if all of a sudden the DMED database, which you should be familiar with, right? The, yeah, um, yeah. The military DOD, um, where it's actually a legitimate, fairly accurate system where it actually pulls the information from people's medical records, which are all digitized, and it can compute whatever you want because it is just a database. And so you've got this kind of baseline number of you know, I don't know, cancers and all of a sudden, bang, mm -hmm. you know, in 2021 mm -hmm. and 2022, nothing changed except this stupid shot. So mm -hmm. how can you just say, oh, and wave your hand? No, it's like, these are not the droids you're looking for. Come on, really? Right, right, this is, right. This is like, so it defies all logic and common sense. You don't even have mm -hmm. to be a scientist. You don't even have to know anything about medicine, even though I studied it in order to fix my own medical problems. You just mm -hmm. have to use common sense. And I've associated with many other patriots, many other people who are fighting against all this corruption. Um, I do believe, to answer your question, that some, I would say probably almost all of the highest ranking people in all of the militaries are all taken in some mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. 100% corrupt, 100% mm -hmm. either Marxist, communist, or totally buying in on it. And the lower ones, maybe some of them might be that way, but I would say the other ones are just saying yes, sir, yes, sir. And that's yeah. it. You know, they don't yeah. know any better because they're just, well, a lot of them, since they've taken the shots, I have seen personality changes and mm -hmm. like mental capacity changes in these people. That is really, really disturbing mm -hmm. that patriots, you know, people who I would consider to be on our side fighting for getting our country back. And then all of a sudden they start voting for people that you're, you're like, who did you vote for? You know, mm -hmm. I don't understand why you would even consider voting for that person since all we know about them is they're corrupt. Yeah. It's just this kind of total not understanding what's going on. It's, it's insane. So yeah. um, what do you, um, I guess obviously the academies are were a target of all this uh, takedown, and they've been pushing it very hard. Uh, 
I guess the question is, do you see any like green shoots or anything, any, any reason to think that they're feeling this pushback and may, you know, maybe, you know, we're going to work out on holding them accountable. I'm worried about the institution. What do you think about the institution? I think that all of the academies are intentionally being taken down. Mm -hmm. ROTC is not too far behind. I have friends with students in ROTC who are having the same issues. I think that this is a, an attack from within because, yeah. you know, when you go to Sun Tzu and the whole art of war, yeah. you cannot attack the American military head on two or three years ago. Now that they're all injected and they're all going to start getting sick. Um, I, in just the prep school. Okay. So just the 240 students that I was working with, there were five, five that had heart conditions yeah. that were state champion athletes and all this stuff. And I was like, and this doesn't alert anyone. Doesn't alarm anyone. Yeah. I don't know how else to interpret this. So yeah, it has yeah. to be, they had to be attacked from within. Yeah. And so this is decades and decades of corruption and getting these people in place um, to purge the military of all the people that are actually Christian and patriots. Mm -hmm. And so the ones that are looking at the religious exemptions, that's why they were given the orders from above. We have whistleblowers who are coming forward with this info saying that um, they were ordered to not approve any religious exemptions. Yeah. So... Violation well, of how many, you know, to, title. Yeah, it's a way to purge Christians from the force also. Um, and to purge yeah. conservatives, because a lot of them are Christian. Um, well, we want to keep focusing on this. Uh, and we'd like to have you back, because this is really important. And um, is it, how can people find you? How can they connect with you and, and find your story sure. and all that? Well, I do have a Give, Send, Go account. Um, mm -hmm. It's titled Stop Military Tyranny. Or you can also just look up my last name. I've only got, you know, there's only one on there with my last name, Maya Recchi. Mm -hmm. um, the other way, I always give out my email. And so anyone can contact me if you're needing help, advice, uh, anything. With all the legal teams that I'm focused on now for helping other people. If there's something going on and you need help, contact me. My email is sandy10m at yahoo.com, S-A-N-D-Y-1-0-M at yahoo.com. I'll do that one more time. Mm -hmm. S-A-N-D-Y-1-0-M at yahoo.com. Well, great. So, uh, Sandy, I want to talk to you after we end this, but thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we'll have you back. I really appreciate it. You have a really interesting story that's important to me because I'm a grad. So, um, and we want to fight this across the board, but thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you, Todd.